my kids aren't that old, but when they were really young, I never would have reached out to somebody and said, hey, can you watch my kids? Um, I don't have any money to give you. I just, I need a break. I don't think I would have done that. Like, I just, I didn't want to impose on other people. So I think that there's just so many things you can do, whether it's um, asking to babysit for a friend or really like reaching out to people and companies and groups that are trying to do big things in your area and making an impact that way can be, can be larger than you may know. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knabel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey everyone, welcome to our Christmas mini-sode. We're so excited. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, Happy holidays to you if you don't celebrate Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, all of the things. But in all this... Just happy in general, guys. Happy, happy. In the spirit of the holiday, we wanted to do just a little mini-sode today to perk your ears up a little bit. And uh, spend some time talking about um, a few different ways that you can pay it forward and really give back this holiday season. And I know some of you are going to be thinking, okay, well, you're giving us this list on Christmas Day. Like, the holiday season is nearly over. But what we really want to impress upon you. Yeah, what we really want (laughs) to impress upon you are, you know, finding ways to really make these different acts something that you could maybe incorporate into the next year. And, um, you know, and take with you know our episode that we did on goal setting and new year's resolutions and really maybe incorporate some of this giving back into that piece of your life in order to grow personally even more so i know it's going to be part of my personal goals it feels good yeah it it really people better than anything um Mm -hmm. but we're gonna start our episode with our normal what's up segment and um what we're gonna talk about today and what i want to know about genevieve is what are your family's christmas eve and christmas day traditions so funny when we were talking about this and she brought up let's let's talk about this i was yes 100 percent. that is exactly what i want to talk about right now so christmas eve christmas day so christmas eve it's it's funny we're implementing kind of a new tradition this I think this will be the second or third year that we're doing this but um, we're bringing some traditions in from my husband's family uh, because you know we're a multi-generational household with my family but we want to bring in some traditions from uh, my husband's family so Christmas Eve is like a smorgasbord day of um, because let's face it moms are kind of like the planners the like let's 
pull all the events together, your gift wrapping, your your scheming, you're doing all the things. Meals don't really become a thing. <laughs> um, so we do our big meal on Christmas Day. So Christmas Eve is uh, like buffet style. Like it's just um, food out and people pick from it all day long. We don't make any plans to do anything but be together. There's usually video games going because there's men in our family that love video games and they're now instilling this in my son. And I'm okay with it actually because we put some really nice parameters around it. But um, then we exchange PJs. We PJ gift on Christmas Eve. I love that. It's super fun because then we all have fresh new PJs for Christmas Day and we kind of make a to-do of it. Like we all stop what we're doing in the evening and we give each other these PJ gifts. And that is the one gift that I will not suggest to my husband. Like I want him to pick me out PJs, you know. (laughs) One year I had um, Hello Kitty PJs. That were like Hello Kitty face, like right in the middle I'm of my chest. I'm never going to be able to take you seriously again. Okay, yeah. And it was and it was easily like five sizes too big for me. <laughs> and um, But they were so soft and cozy that I just kind of like rolled the pants so they like fit a little better because they were a little long for me too. And, and I made it work and they were, they're super cozy, but I was just like, but that's what we do. Like we don't make them as ridiculous as possible. We're just like what would this person enjoy but not ever purchase for themselves sort of a thing and so we buy slippers for each other and we buy pjs for each other every year and this year my oldest my my eight-year-old has requested a robe he's wanted a robe for like two years he's (laughs) i even give gave him one of mine that's obviously too big for him but it's red and he loves the color red and so i think that's what we're going to be doing on christmas eve this year and then christmas day um it's it's the traditional like we wake up and do the the gift giving and the you know the santa because my kids are just the age i just love it and uh then we we usually have like a big breakfast a big late breakfast but that tradition is shifting a little bit because and in years past it was like an oven baked toast like a oven baked um french toast Mm. which we obviously don't do anymore (laughs) yeah because it's there's usually like maple syrup involved and like big texas toast slices and and egg and cinnamon and sugar i mean it was just it was a and um what's that shredded coconut on top anyway it was it's it was so good i feel like you could make that into a into a different feel exactly and actually this christmas so over the next because we're recording this early in december for the next few weeks we're taking all of for the first time and i'm so excited we're doing this we've been diving in my mom and i both have been diving into our recipe books and we're taking all of our favorite christmas cookies and we're going to tweak them and we're going to make them more appropriate to our lifestyle now because we've been abstaining from them for three years i've been abstaining for three years my mom's only had one christmas without but it was enough for her to just say you know i I don't see any reason why we can't monkey with these recipes and make them more appropriate appropriate for us. And I 100% agree with her. So um, a few weeks ago, we pulled them all out and we're like, we're going to try and mess with this one and that one. And we took all of our favorites. So that's been kind of what we've been doing. So Christmas Day will be full of all those tweaks and those fun because we usually have like a ton of treats just out and available on the countertop all day. And then we always go see a movie on Christmas Day. We always do. It's just become our thing. And when Christmas falls on a Sunday, we always go on a Saturday. Like we, it's like we find a way to go see a family oriented movie. And my kids are finally both of them old enough that I can really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what I'm going to be doing on Christmas Day, and I'm I'm really excited. I don't think we've picked the movie yet. Maybe we have. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see. What do, What about you? What do you do Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? So Christmas Eve, we usually so our families live really close to each other, so we kind of split time between the two. And Chris, oh, yeah. Christmas you guys do Eve. Live close. In the past, we've done like a late church service with um, my husband's mm. family. And we go to like the the eleven o'clock service, like, and it's a candlelight service. So you like pass the flame, and everybody is in chorus together, and it's this really beautiful thing. Um, and it's something that Josh grew up doing, and that's so, beautiful. Yeah, and so within that, um, since we had our little man, we've actually stopped going to that because it's not really feasible to go to a church service at eleven p.m. when you have a you know, two day old child, which was what he was the first year and then one year old and a two year old, et cetera. So this is probably the first year we could actually try to do that. Um, but last year we kind of created our own little tradition and we, um, had like a little gift that we gave our little man Aww. and then we watched it. We got into our PJs and we watched a Christmas movie together Mm-hmm. And just like literally made a bed of the floor in the living room, like basically like a giant fort with all the couch you cushions and everything. And it, oh, well, it'll best. be couch cushions this year, but last year we didn't have a couch because we hadn't found one for our space that we liked yet. And so, Ooh, so that's gonna be interesting. So we did like pillows and chair cushions and all that. This year we'll do the actual couch. Um, but watched a Christmas movie, and that was probably the first time Little Man had ever watched a movie was last year. Um, when he just after he turned two for Christmas and so and that was really fun and uh just like a kind of little little family tradition of our own just the three of us at the beginning of your yeah creating some traditions and it's hard for your unit it's hard when your family is so small and you live so close to your extended family to really Mm -hmm speak for yourself and advocate for yourself when it comes to making your own traditions. And they're always super understanding and they really get it. Um, but when it comes down to it, everybody wants you everywhere. So yes, that's so hard. Yeah. Which is, I totally get that. It's, it's really nice to be wanted and, and in community with your family. So, and then on Christmas day, traditionally we do Christmas morning at my husband's parents' house and we all get together. And the tradition there used to be cinnamon rolls in the morning mm. and the last couple of years they'll do like oh, a small like batch well they'll do a small batch of that and then we'll and they this is not like fancy homemade cinnamon rolls that's not my husband's family <laughs> it's like the store-bought pillsbury with the icing that you squeeze out of the thing and, get her done get her done cinnamon rolls yeah and to me they're <laughs> terrible <laughs> like they, they just <laughs> even if i like i'm just not a huge sweets person but they just taste bad and so mm. I, uh, and we always do like sausage and bacon and all sorts of other things. So I always had mm. plenty to choose from when I wasn't eating sugar. Um, but this year I have a sourdough starter. So I'm going to be in charge <gasps> of the cinnamon rolls and I'm going to do Ooh. like a traditionally fermented dough for the, for the cinnamon rolls. So I'm very excited for oh that. Gosh. Um, if and- Paxton could eat wheat. Cause it's not just gluten for him. I would be like, can I have some? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can still have I some, can, so I might. I guess I guess sneak you so. Um, I, I might take. But some. I I'm not a big sweets person, but I love cinnamon rolls, and I always make sure the icing is like super like cream cheesy and like not overly oh sweet, so I can't handle like the icing icing. You're making me so hungry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm making myself hungry. So. Um, <laughs> 
So anyways, that's that's our kind of Christmas morning tradition. And then in Christmas Day for the evening, we do Christmas dinner with my family. And my mom makes a big old feast. And usually, like, we don't have to lift a finger. And this has been ever since Little Man was born because he was born two days before Christmas. So the discussion <laughs> like, was like, well, what do you guys want to do? And that year when he was had just been born... My mom and my brother brought Christmas dinner to us and they made everything and just brought it to our house. So we get to celebrate there. So, but we normally go to their house. So we split time, but we're working on like building our own traditions and there's still probably a lot that I want to kind of play with and do. So it's, it's fun to hear yours. Cause I'm like, Oh, exchanging PJs. I love that idea. PJs. We started doing that purely cause, um, Skyler's family did it and, I just immediately was like, yes, that sounds like so much fun. New PJs every Christmas and new slippers that we just wear out. And by the time Christmas comes, we're like ready for a new set, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and it's kind of fun to look back. I haven't gotten rid of all of my, and I'm like, I got that for 2013. I got Mm -hmm. that for 2014. I mean, I haven't kept mine that long, but you know what I mean? So (laughs) it's, I think tradition builds and it changes. Like we, um, when we started living together with my parents, we couldn't get live Christmas trees anymore because my mom's really allergic. And Mm -hmm. I I totally like mourned for a little bit (laughs) because that was a tradition of ours that I loved. And so it's like, but you know, you find things evolve and change and there's non-negotiables. Like the PJ gifting is like non-negotiable for me. Like I'm, we're going to gift every year. (laughs) This is non-negotiable people yes new pjs i need new pjs every year and i love to see what my husband gets me because he's not the most serious person on the planet and buys me hello kitty pjs (laughs) (laughs) oh i love one one year when we were dating he um actually it wasn't when we were dating i think our first christmas together we were married (laughs) all right it was a very short period of time people but he bought me pj pants that were homer simpson and (laughs) it said hottie and Homer was carrying two things of beer with a rainbow behind him. <laughs> it was like all over my pants. And I had them for like 10 years. And I finally was like, okay, it's time to like, these are not really serving me anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I love hearing about your traditions, especially as you're building them. I think there's all these different phases of tradition building that's just fun to hear about. And it's really fun to start implementing new ones. I can't wait to hear what you guys do this year. Well, I'm, I'm excited to start some new ones for sure. I'll make sure to share in future episodes in the new year. But um, when we're recording this, we're just headed into the holiday season. So there's time. There is time, people. I'm really excited to share some of these ways that you can pay it forward during the holiday season. And again, this is something, a list that... Genevieve and I really hope that you will take into the new year and really start to incorporate into your own personal goals, your time, your finances, whatever the case may be, whatever you can um, do that resonates with you and is an area of life that you'd like to amplify and give in. So we're going to share with you five ways to pay it forward this holiday season. And number one is shop with mission-based companies. So I love to shop with B corporations. They're always companies that are finding ways to give back and to support our um, 
basically support the health of the planet and the health of the people who live in it. And I really appreciate that. I like shopping with, you know, as, especially as my income grows, it's something that I look at and I feel like I'm able to vote with my dollar more and have more choices and more autonomy there. So we definitely recognize the lack of autonomy that happens when you have a smaller budget and that's okay. Um, but that's why I think writing a review, like a positive review for that company can still be super impactful because the more voices that are saying how much they love companies like this, it is a form of voting is a form of, you know, even if you find a small company that's got the small B Corp, that's doing great things. Like being able to put your voice out there is another way to do it for sure. Absolutely. And so just some, just some quick examples of, of bigger companies that get back are like Tom shoes, Patagonia, Beauty Counter, of course, we're always going to mention Beauty Counter and Warby Parker. And the couple that I want to highlight are Tom Shoes and um, Warby Parker. They both do basically like buy one, give one. So when you purchase a pair of shoes, one pair gets donated. And when you purchase a pair of Warby Parker glasses, one gets donated. Um, And I think those programs are pretty incredible. And they're really leading the charge as far as having a business model that allows that kind of giving to happen with every single transaction. I think that's pretty darn incredible. So that's um, insane. And and just as Genevieve said, you can you can shop with these companies during the holidays. You if you've purchased something from a company that you really care about and you really like what they're doing in the past, you could write a positive review for them and or recommend them to your friends and family who are doing some shopping, too. So I think that's an excellent way to, again, always be voting with your dollar and supporting companies that you can really stand behind in what they're doing. So Jen, you want to go yeah, with number two? Killer. Yeah, number two. So for for me, <laughs> number two is another way that you can give when money is tight. I mean, let's face it, this time of year is pretty all tough on all of our pockets. <laughs> and this one's about donating your time, like finding a rescue shelter, um, donating clothes or home goods so it doesn't necessarily have to be just your time it can be your it can be your resources it doesn't have to be money there's homeless shelters um, and this one I especially love because I think this can impact a lot of people is asking to babysit for a friend mm-hmm. I, and I think that I never when I was a really young mom because I mean my kids aren't that old but when they were really young I never would have reached out to somebody and said hey can you watch my kids um, I don't have any money to give you I just I need a break I don't think I would have done that. Like I just, I didn't want to impose on other people. So I think that there's just so many things you can do, whether it's um, asking to babysit for a friend or really like reaching out to people and companies and groups that are trying to do big things in your area and making an impact that way can be, can be larger than you may know. I love it. Okay. The next, what about number three? Yeah. Next category is a random act of kindness. So opening these are fun opening doors for others like doing doing the whole pay it forward order behind you and like your coffee drive through or if you're out to eat paying for somebody else's meal that you spot and you just want to like gift to them uh one of my favorite things to do is like really generously tip my server 
So like just getting, and I bet this comes from your background. It right? totally does. It comes from my background <laughs> in food service because I had people do this with me. So like if you're a regular at a restaurant, think about giving like a Christmas tip to your favorite server that you have every time you go in who takes great care of you. You know, yeah, people, that, the people impact who, of that can be real. Well, and people who don't work in the, people who work in the service industry, you know, there's no, like we, we don't get bonuses. We don't get paid extra during the holidays other than maybe increase in volume in terms of how much business you're doing. But it's a time where, you know, money can be tight again for everybody. So just paying it forward and even just a little bit is so lovely. So I think that's a really fun way to do that. And I also love the idea of paying for somebody's coffee, like, before that one whenever that that happens to me i'm just like god i love that person god i wish i was that like like clairvoyant to think of that myself and and move forward with that so yeah for real for real uh number four is about shop small and the reason why this is on the list is you know that saying that i think most people have seen go around the internet lately is that you know whenever you shop small there is somebody who does a happy dance it's actually true it's actually real really true you know it's anytime it's someone eating, purchases gifting. beauty counter with me or like in the past yeah. like purchased a nutrition consultation package i was just like yes like oh mm-hmm. your little 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 happy jig well in your you're directly your you're directly affecting someone's livelihood and that makes a really big yes. impact so shopping small definitely um eating small for sure so going to a local restaurant rather than a chain restaurant for your meals out during the holidays and in the new year as well so Yes. Yeah. And I think that being able to, um, it's more than just helping them monetarily. Most business owners and entrepreneurs, it is their dream. You're literally supporting their dream. Mm-hmm. Like that's much more than just here's some money. Yep. It's you are giving them the tools that they need to be able to move their business forward, to be able to say, yes, my product is amazing. Yes. My services are doing things well and good things for other people. And I think that is much more a lasting impact than here's, here's 10 bucks, get yourself some coffee, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, so shop small people. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. The last one on our list of five ways to pay it forward this holiday season is to call your local shelter and see what they need. I think it's easy to say, you know, give, um, give sleeping bags and give coats and give personal hygiene products are often something that's very overlooked and or diapers, um, and specifically like feminine hygiene products and diapers are often overlooked in these cases, but we recognize that it's going to vary a ton, uh, from climate to climate, from state to state, city to city, et cetera. So call your local shelter and just see what they're in need of. And you might be surprised what they say, you know, sometimes I, yeah. co- sometimes you, you contact them and they're like, Oh, we need tampons. And then sometimes you contact them and we're like, Oh, we need socks. So it can be all over, yeah. all over the board. And then that way that, that keeps them from being able to, that keeps them being able to focus on efforts that really, really matter in their space and not having to, first of all, ask the community for donations for specific things. But also it keeps them in a space where they're not dealing with overflow of resources that they don't need because the real real is like burden too. Well, so many shelters receive 
like one resource in abundance and often that's clothes and it just depends on you know obviously during the winter having more clothes is great but like donating a tank top is donating a tank top they don't need one of those they need a coat they need a warm sweatshirt or sweater or whatever so this is again I think a really great way for you to you know and when you call your local shelter and you see what they need as far as donations are concerned you can also um, that's an opportunity to give gently used things so it might be something that you have in your home already that you can spare and not having to spend money but also it's going to give you an opportunity to find out maybe if they need some volunteer work too so that kind of circles back around to number two with donating your time so yep yeah for sure I think it's really important that we even know what our local shelters are just having just knowing what they are you'll you'll automatically see them in the community more you'll see uh like their donation bins you'll you'll just start to notice those things more mm-hmm. and i think just having that awareness is a um, pretty big deal for them absolutely Awesome. Well, we hope that this list is helpful for you guys heading into the new year even and being able to find ways to just give back in your everyday life. I think a lot of this can be applied, um, you know, on a daily slash weekly slash monthly basis and incorporating these things into your goals and in that personal development category, I think could go a long way. We all know when we invest in others, like our personal bank account account grows exponentially and you just it's hard to get back into that headspace. I know for me, like when I'm in a headspace of donating and being connected with a particular organization, I'm always going to be thinking about that and thinking about how I can continue to have relationship and get back and all of that. But when I get out of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not volunteering any of my time. And if I don't have time, then I donate money. If I don't have money, then I donate stuff. Like it's, you figure it out. So yeah figure out what works best for you because it's not the same for everyone in every situation well in every season of life for sure yeah yep. for sure well yay merry christmas yes. we're so glad you guys could join us on this merry christmas minisode i love that word <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you guys next time bye guys thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.